Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'll do a little intro on that for you, so. You're very welcome back to the Weekend Buzz here on Dublin's Q102 and thanks for listening. So one of the things like most people that I've kind of basically has kept me going throughout the pandemic and lockdown and all that stuff is podcasts. And weirdly, I was one of those people that didn't really listen before then. Everybody else had listened to Serial and all these West Cork and I'd never listened to them. Um, But then I discovered a Law and Order SVU one and that sucked me in. And now I love them. And I'm very delighted to hear that there is a brand new Irish one um, that has just started. It's called The Delve with Mike Sheridan. And Mike is here. He's a journalist with uh, Entertainment.ie. He's worked with Orchie, Joe.ie and everything. Mike, you have just started The Delve. How's it going? It's gone well. It's gone well. We start. We try to do something different with it in that it's, it's very much video first. So the show goes out as a podcast. 
first of all, it's, it's a long-form interview series. So essentially what I did with the show, and we, we started a few years ago, but I bought it back, so it's an independent show. It was with entertainment.ie, and when I went freelance, mm. I bought the show, so it's fully independent. So it goes out on the podcast, and it also goes out on YouTube. So what we've been doing is talking to people like Bill Burr, Amanda Knox, Anthony Scaramucci over Zoom. So the, the video aspect is over Zoom. We shoot this side. And just basically trying to tell and have interesting conversations with people who are interesting and fascinating people who have impacted global popular culture in some form or another. And is that kind of your theme that that's because, you know, they're very different from each other. Like, as you said, you had um, Antti Scaramucci. He's very different and Bill Burr, very different than Amanda Knox. So it's kind of just how they've impacted the, the world that we know, I suppose, at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of those as well, because I think a lot of podcasts nowadays, they have to be quite specific um, in that they're, it's, a niche, it's a niche subject or um, it's about crime or it's about football or it's about something very specific. I kind of wanted to avoid that just because the type of guests that I wanted to go for, they weren't just in movies, they weren't just politicians, they weren't just athletes or wherever it is. There were people who I literally just found interesting or I found fascinating. Um, like this week, I'm talking to somebody who is an expert in narcissism and personality disorders. Now, she's not famous. Mm. You know, she might be in her circles, but she's not Bill Burr. She's not Bob Saget. Other people that I've spoken to. But I think I can just have a fascinating conversation with her, learn something from her. And hopefully the conversation is, is interesting for people to listen to and is interesting for people to watch as well. So... That's the other side of it, having it on YouTube, I suppose, as well as grabbing a different audience that might not listen to podcasts, but like would like to sit down and watch an interview face and face, you know, and in the restrictions, obviously, Zoom is the way to do it. So you're kind of grabbing that side as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was it was interesting because I don't know if I had a bought I would have bought the show back if it wasn't for the pandemic, because the likes of Stephen Colbert and all, like all these really, really big hitters, Seth Myers. Amanda Beattie, people in the US started doing their interviews with celebrities over over Zoom and they were they, I mean it was really nice to design the way they did the interviews but it's essentially a split screen on TV and a cut back and forth and I thought if people are open to that, open to watching that, open to listening to that for you know a longer period of time than just four or five minutes then why not why not try and do it so that's what I did and I reached for the stars like in terms of the type of guests that I was going for because I, I'm not an outlet, you know. I'm not an entertainment daddy, I'm not a Joe daddy. I've worked for them before, I've edited those sites before. So I know what it takes, and I'm sure you do too, to get these big names. You're like, this is the radio station, this is their listenership, or this is the website, this, this, this is the amount of clicks we get a month. I'm fully independent, and I'm kind of reliant on my reputation as an interviewer to try and get these people to speak to me. And sometimes it's really easy, and sometimes it's really hard, depending on and who you're speaking to. But yeah, I think people are a bit more open to those type of interviews from watching and listening to those type of interviews since since the pandemic kicked off in March. Because I was just going to say, you know, in, I even people have said to me, my own friends are like, oh, it must be so easy now because no one's doing anything that they must be up for like coming on air. And I'm like, no, because you have to go through 76 PR people to get to them. And if one of them says no, that shuts down an alley. So, you know, did you find it hard trying to get to... Two people without having an outlet behind you. Uh, I mean, initially it wasn't too bad. Like I'm seven episodes in now this season. Um, to keep it at a certain level, it's like it's certainly not easy. I have a sponsor this season as well, and um, which I'm very lucky to have. Who kind of just paid for the production and stuff this season. So 
I feel kind of a responsibility to them to keep the guests at a certain level. Um, like previously when they did the show for entertainment.ie, yeah, we, it was a lot of it, I mean, week to week, it was a weekly show. We had to have whoever was kind of around or if somebody was promoting something. Now, essentially, I'm going to like John Bolton or Chris Voss, who's an FBI hostage negotiator. Who has, they have nothing to plug. Well, John Bolton had a book to plug, but Chris Voss didn't. And I'm trying to get them to give me a half an hour at least minimum of their time to speak to me. So there's certainly a bit of convincing involved. Um, and... You know, I can show you, like, people about how do you get those guests without an outlet or whatever. I'm like, I can show you a 30 email thread. Yeah. <laughs> multiple phone calls trying to get these interviews to happen. So, yeah, I, I, I get what people are saying. But I think actually people are just sitting around. But to get people to give you their time, you know, an investment in their time, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty big deal when you don't have anything that they actively need to push. Because that's generally why people will do interviews. Oh, completely. I know that, you know, people will say to me, you know, oh, I, like, let's say the, the breakfast show here had Russell Crowe on on Monday, which they got through a tweet. And that was amazing. But like people are going, well, you got that. So why don't you just get uh, the following people? Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt. And I'm like, yeah, it's just so easy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. like, you know, and especially we have to remember that Ireland is a very small blip on a global scale. So you've done really well to get the guests that you have so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's funny because the one that kind of seems to blow a lot of people away, and I, I could never tell because like I'm obsessed with Bill, I'm a huge fan of his, so he was a big deal getting him for me personally. Obviously, a superstar comedian, but was Amanda Knox, and uh, some, there was such a, there was such a visceral response to the Amanda Knox interview, and it was literally just I just emailed her and she was like, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> so that, was, that was like the easiest one to get. I mean, I have what I have is I have a website like with a lot of my interviews on it and some information on me. So what I'll try and do is, like, especially if you're, if you're emailing people in the US, yeah. I mean, publicists are a different thing entirely. They have to justify their existence a lot of the time, especially the big US ones. But I'll just put up, I'll just get, I'll send them a link to my website and go, look, I'm not a psycho. Here's some of the stuff that I've done. If you want to have a look at I'm it, real. So. I'm not just trying to get Amanda Knox on to like abuse <laughs> or fantasize against her here. Like I actually want to talk to her. Yeah, because I mean, it's a gamble for them as well, especially when they don't know the person that they're talking to. Because, look, my, my style of interviewing is very much conversational. It suits podcasts, and I think there's journalists out there who do that, like really heavy political journalism, who are excellent at it. And, you know, it's, it's kind of reductive to call it gotcha journalism, but that's sometimes what it is. Mm. That's not what I do. I try and have, like, open uh, conversations with people and treat them like, like human beings. And we've had controversial people, you know, in, in quotation marks on the podcast before on the show before when we shot in studio with Jordan Peterson on before and there was a huge response to that. So I just try and sit across from people and talk to them like they're humans because if you talk to people like a robot, especially in that movie junket setup, you're only going to get so much back from them. They're only going to give you the sound bites, which, you know, a lot of the time is I know what people are looking for. But I'm just, I'm genuinely just trying to have authentic conversations with people and sometimes they're more responsive than others. But for the most part, if they've given me their time and they don't have a huge amount or don't have something specific that they have to promote, then they're open to having a conversation, particularly, as you said, if they're, you know, if they may be bored out of school, you know, in lockdown in Seattle or wherever it is. And I imagine, like, some of the names you've had, so, like, the likes of Bob Saget and, as you said, Bill Burr, people like to listen to them if they're fans and stuff. And then you've got the divisive people. So, like, they like the Amanda Knoxes and the Scaramucci's. So you've got people there that, going into this, they already have an idea of which way that they believe. They believe... Amanda got away with it or they believe she's innocent let's say 
you know the Scaramucci's like some people are thinking he got away with it or and you know or he's more involved in yeah. it and that kind of stuff but you're getting people I suppose there they listen because they're like oh she's a pain but I'm going to listen and then give out about it afterwards as well so you don't mind that as long as they're listening no I mean you hate watches or hate listens that isn't it it's sad isn't it I mean mm. the one I got I got a lot of unsubscribes on YouTube um, for Ambassador John Bolton who'd written a book so he was Donald Trump's national security advisor um, and we're, we're very lucky to get him um, he's, he's promoting a book at the time but he was still a huge name he's done Bill Maher and he's done Colbert and stuff previously that week as well and it was a very very um, potent response the interview with John Bolton and I mean I completely understand why you know a lot of people call him a war monitor and stuff so and then you know the next the next interview I had after that was with Bob Saget so you're getting you know, a completely Saget. different audience then it's a completely different audience but the, the hope is that you, you, people are going to be, become interested in the conversation become interested in how, how authentic it is because I mean if you look at some of the biggest shows it's, it's on Irish TV or on Irish radio whatever it is you know, their they, current affairs or their topical or whatever, but they're not just one one group of people or, or one profession or one wherever. They're interesting people who are in the zeitgeist for whatever reason and have something kind of to say or they're really engaging people. Like Bob Saget was hilarious. I generally try and keep the interviews to about 30 minutes um, just because people can get bored or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if it kind of goes and rambles on, it become a little bit indulgent. I tried to end, I tried to end the interview with Bob after half an hour because I was so conscious of the time. And it was 9 a.m., I think, in L.A. at the time in lockdown. And he's like, oh, please don't go. My wife's still asleep. <laughs> for 15 more minutes. And then after I stopped recording the interview, myself and Bob had a conversation for about another half an hour, just kind of off air, as it were. And we've been emailing each other back and forth. He's the sweetest man in the world. So you're able to kind of build these relationships off the back of these conversations. So it's just been, it's been, it's been a real learning experience for me. And... Um, I'm atrocious with the technical stuff I have an editor so that's something I'm definitely going to have to learn at some point I'm like I forget that oh I have to actually interview somebody now I have to actually have a conversation after set up the camera set up the microphone and all that stuff it must be very freeing for you now that you because you're doing it on your own I know there's obviously the added pressure but because you don't have an outlet there who's like we need you to get this person or we need you to plug this person because the PR person said this to us and they'll give us and you're like I actually just kind of want to talk to somebody I would like to talk to myself and at least you can now have that freedom there yeah that's it really is um, I mean like like we were kind of saying earlier it's not without its frustration um, it can be tough to get people sometimes like I've taken a month break now because I've moved house but I, you know I, I've had bosses before like everybody and I'm sure if I was with an outlet now, any outlet, they'd be like, oh, why don't you just get Paul Mastel? I'd be like, okay, I'll just go and get Paul Mastel. As someone who, uh, you know, also was basically being told, get Paul Mastel. And I've spoken to Paul and he's like, my, like his promo is insane. They have him slotted in for everything in the world. And I was like, like, you know, we need to get someone who's not everywhere now. At least you're getting people that aren't everywhere because, you know, like Paul is an amazing Paul to get but also in the same sense he's kind of been around loads and you're like what unique line would I get at the moment because he's got, he's talked a lot throughout lockdown yeah exactly I mean I, I for years I mean I've been a journalist to some degree uh, for 14-15 years and I've done hundreds of movie junkets I've done those short interviews those 6-7 minute slots in an interview setup, and I'm sure you have too where 
they're everywhere. The whole point of a movie junket is is for blanket coverage and that they can get as many outlets in as they can and, you know, get their movie plastered all over TV, all over radio, all over newspapers, whatever it is. And it can be very difficult to stand out and it can be very difficult when you're doing that interview sitting across from somebody to do something organic that feels like it stands out, that doesn't feel like, oh, look at me. I'm trying to do something different here. Yeah. So even, like, early on in the show when we first started doing it, and um, we had, I did a movie junket, I like kind of a little bonus episode with Tom Hardy and Riz Ahmed for Venom. And I had a mutual friend with Tom Hardy who uh, I trained in MMA after years, who trained him for a warrior. So I was able to go, his name's Anthony McGann, and I was able to go to Anthony and go, look, I know Tom doesn't like doing movie interviews, or doesn't like doing movie junkets, doesn't like doing interviews, but can you just tell him I'm sound? <laughs> I'm not going to do the gotcha stuff. And I put the whole interview in raw, it's like seven minutes long, it's only a little bonus episode, but... It's a fascinating insight because I just sat down and the, the guy sat rolling the cameras right away and I didn't change my tone. I didn't change. I wasn't like, okay, Mike, go. Oh, so guys, great to have you here today because that's what we're kind of trained to do as broadcasters. You're trained to be like, right now it's on. And I think when you don't do that, you just kind of get more of a natural response. Well, sometimes anyway, at least. <laughs> if you know somebody who knows the person you're talking yeah. to. Yeah, oh, we've all been there. We're like, no, I'm actually grand, like, you know, because I know Mick O'Brien and you know Mick O'Brien. So it's like. <laughs> so, Mike, if anyone is like listening and they're like, right, okay, where can I go? You're, I'm guessing you're on the Spotify, the iTunes. Yeah, usually. yeah, we're everywhere, everywhere you get podcasts. There's another, I've noticed recently there's another podcast called The Dells that's just popped up all of a sudden. Oh, what a pain. Um, that's about the US election. Um, but this is it's The Dells with Mike Sheridan. So. It's everywhere you get podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube, and um, the, the YouTube uh, elements of the show is much more production and stuff like that involved. And you get to see me with the most atrocious lockdown hair in the world. <laughs> I don't know. We could we could compete for that right now. Even though the hairdresser open, I still haven't been so, since January. So I don't know, Mike. We could be. We could do a face off. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to wear I wanted to wear a trucker cap, but the sponsor was like, "No, you're not wearing a trucker cap." I was like, "Fair, fair, makes sense." <laughs> you're like, I suppose you are helping me, so I probably should do what you say. Uh, exactly. Listen, Mike, it was so lovely to chat to you. The Delve with Mike Sheridan, Spotify, iTunes, Castbox, all the Google Podcasts, all the spots with a wide variety of stuff. And um, do you have a new one coming up that we should be prepared for? We've got three more to go this season, so I'm working on two kind of high-profile guests, and the next person I'm speaking to is that expert in narcissism and personality disorder. So that should be out in the next couple of weeks. But there's seven episodes there, and there's a bunch of previous ones from the last season as well. Awesome. Brilliant. Well, listen, you look after yourself and stay safe, and I can't wait to have a listen. Thanks so much, Nicola. Mike Sheridan there and his podcast is called The Delve with Mike Sheridan so make sure you go and subscribe and like and look at all them and listen obviously to the uh, to the podcast or look at it on YouTube um, sounds brilliant I'm very intrigued by the Amanda Knox one so that is going to be first on my list I'm going to take a little break now and coming up after the break I have Yumi from the Coronas stay tuned here on Dublin's Key 102 It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, 
Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA-FOR-DETAILS. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them for good and bad. And so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.